The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your Morning Brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Slareth and Evans. All right, I got uh, Orlando Franklin staying in for the first half of the show. Stink will join us coming up at uh, 7.30 as he's off in uh, New York doing some uh, national TV work. Let's get into it. We got uh, the Broncos losing yesterday, and uh, Nathaniel Hackett asked, why can't you hold a lead late in the game? In the end, we have to make that last play. At the same time, we have to be more efficient earlier, I mean, throughout the game. I didn't think it was a very good offensive football game all around. We didn't get into the red zone. We didn't score any touchdowns. So it's not just you know that second half. It's not the first half. Uh, we got to find a way to move the football conti- uh, continuously. And, and third down, again, is the thing that is probably the most frustrating. Yeah, third down. Why, why is this such <laughs> boy? <laughs> There's a long, long laundry list of what's wrong with this football team, but let's get into specifically because he was telling the, uh, the the sideline reporter at halftime, we, we've got to do a better job at third down. It never got better. Why, why are they so bad on third down? This team has no identity. When you look at what they do offensively, each and every series, nothing matches up. So when you go out there, you have these third down moments, these big moments, and you have the quarterback that knows that this offense has no identity but also has the free will of checking into things. It doesn't match up. They don't have the, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're running quick slants or we're trying to, you know, we're trying to take the ball and get it out of bounds. We're going to work the sidelines right here or we're going to work the middle of the field. They don't have those staple plays. So every time they get the third down now it's like they're auditioning and they're trying to figure out what play do we now move on with because we have not had success all year on this down yeah it's also just they're they're constantly third and long looking at the uh, second half drives third and nine third and ten uh third and three Mm. couldn't convert that third and five uh, third and eleven. Actually, converted that one. Third and eleven. That was a nice play to uh, Dulcich. But another third and eight before field goal. So yeah, just uh, two of twelve. By the way, two of twelve on third down. Baltimore not that much better. Three of thirteen. But four. Uh, they, Baltimore's three of three on fourth down, including that was. A, I thought they had him. I thought they had Andrews stopped on that uh, fourth down. They yeah. had him. They had him. They had him like for a one yard loss. And then he, just, he was able to wiggle free. Yeah, you know, grit down and and keep going and and go get that thing. But this football team, Mike, for me, it's it gets worse and worse each and every week. What Baltimore did to the Broncos to me was more demoralizing than last week what Carolina did. And Baltimore sitting there with. Four minutes and 30 seconds left. It's fourth and one. They said, heck, we're going for it at their own 20 because they don't believe that this football team is going to find ways to win. So it's almost like the Broncos continue to be that get right team. As my my guy Chad Brown says, where you could go at them and say, you know what? Let's pick something this week and let's work on it. It's like you approach practice on Wednesday. We're going to work on our fourth down today, or we're going to work on our quick game. And teams come in, and they absolutely light it up and expose it. Next on the Morning Brew, Russell Wilson asked if losing can become a habit just as much as winning can. Yeah, I definitely think um, you know, definitely winning is a habit, and losing can be one, too, if you let it. Uh, I talked to the guys after in the locker room, and I was just telling them that at the end of the day, there's two things we can control, is our attitude and our energy. 
And if we can control those two things in the midst of the storm, we're going to turn this thing around. Boy, I bet the team loved yeah. the opportunity to hear from Russ after the game and asked about and be told about weathering the storm. Wow. And, and we can control our attitude and our effort, right? That's it's, right. It's just like, come on, dude. We've heard this before. And I'm telling you, Mike, unfortunately, losing can become contagious in the National Football League. And when that creeps into your locker room, when that creeps into your organization, your organization is doomed. It doesn't matter. Well, it hasn't creeped in. Yeah. It's here. Yeah. It's been here for a while. Yeah. So for me, it's it, here. if it just creeps in, your organization is doomed. With the Broncos, I'm it's here. been over the last, it's been years and years, every single year. So no matter what, you're watching this football game yesterday, and there's about four minutes and 30 seconds, and you see the Broncos are up 9-3. to three, But at the same time, I know for me, I'm sitting in my living room, I'm saying they're going to lose this football game. Yeah, They're going to find a way to lose this football game because I've seen it time and time again. Next on The Morning Brew. Deion Sanders introduced at CU yesterday, and to say that he crushed his introductory press conference would be an understatement. We're going to have one of the best coaching staffs assembled, some of the best scouts, some of the best kids that we're recruiting, and commitments already coming on the way as I speak. And now that I've gotten here and I see it, and I understand it, Rick, and I can grasp it, and I can touch it, and I can feel it, and I can taste it, I truly understand what you want. All you want is an opportunity to win. To compete, to dominate, to be amongst the elite, to be amongst the best. And darn it, I'm going to give you that. (laughs) And you know what? Everything in this guy's background, everything from his his college career to his pro career, multi-time Super Bowl winner. By the way pretty good baseball player too this mm-hmm. guy this guy loves to compete everything that he touches turns everything to gold. he touches turns to gold charismatic uh I I, I I I don't see how this can't work yeah. I, I really don't I don't as well because how he starts it off he starts it off talking about you know we're gonna have some of the best coaches in the world here we're gonna have the best scouts as well Dion gets it. When you're the head coach, your job is to micromanage all the athletes that are out there, uh, deal with their personalities, deal with their issues, turn them into uh, boys, into men. You know, now we're dealing with the college age of 18 to 22 and being on their own for the first time. But how do you do that? You do that by putting together people that are going to fight for you to make sure they keep your seat at the table, that you have that job. And that's what I'm most excited about, Dion, because he talks about the scouting. He talks about the coaching staff. And I'm really excited to see who he puts together because I know that whoever he brings here to Colorado to, do, to fill those positions, they're going to fight for Dion. And if they're fighting for Dion, this program should win a lot of football games as well. Next on the Morning Brew, rough weekend for the Nuggets and Avalanche. Nuggets especially lose on uh, Friday and yesterday. Uh, a couple of bad road losses for Michael Malone's team. I mean, we're fourteen and nine. You know, it's, it's we're not going to panic. I mean, I'm not I'm not in the business of panicking and you know making wholesale changes after two tough losses. Uh, we'll look at the film and see what the best options are moving forward. And the uh, Avalanche got smoked in Boston, uh, but the issue with the Avs, they are banged up, mm. really banged up, missing a lot of key guys. Now, we haven't made many excuses for the Broncos because of their injuries. How much leeway do we give the Avs with theirs? Um, you, you cannot use 
it as excuses. The difference between the Avs and the Broncos is that they understand their identity. So they have won games and they have battled tough. And you're going to have one or two that, you know what, it's just not enough tonight. But they're still going to keep that competitive nature. So I don't think you ever give, you know, you take your hat off or you give credit or, you know, you you, you grade on a scale because of injuries. But at the same time, you, you are aware of them. Right now, the Avs are just, it's just survival mode. Just hang in there yeah. until February. Just get through the dog days and, and just... All the goal is to get everybody healthy and ready to go for the for the stretch run. That's all that matters. That'll do it for the uh, morning brew.